up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, and the Warriors beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. And to be honest, that game was not that interesting to me. I mean, it's great that they won and great that they eventually ran away with it. But the big news of the day for me, for anyone else, I suppose, was that James Wiseman finally had surgery on his meniscus and he's out pretty much until September. September is when they said they would reevaluate and have more information. Now, if you are like me, you read and you listened to everything you could about meniscus tears. And what I gathered was that there were two basic types of repairs. There was a kind of shaving of the meniscus, and that would mean a four to six week return. So he could have been back for the summertime, for the off season, summer league, all that stuff. And there was also the more invasive, fuller stitching and repairing, which would lead to a longer timeline, a five to seven month rehab, recovery, all that stuff. And obviously it was the latter that ended up being the option. Uh, Not a doctor, no idea if that's something that they figure out once they go in and actually see it, or if that's something that they figure out beforehand and they decide what the course of action is. I don't know. Some of you out there may know way better than me, but they didn't really give info, too much info ahead of time on what they were going to do. The difference is beyond the timeline is that the fuller repair, the longer timeline of having a better fuller recovery, that there will be less long-term issues. I guess shaving it would have meant there would have been less cushion in his knee. And for a dude who plays basketball and a dude who is seven feet tall with athleticism like he has, I'm guessing that was just overall the better option. And in the bigger picture, that's great. You know, he's young. He has his whole career ahead of him. And we want to see him as healthy as possible. But honestly, like it sucks. It sucks that he just got injured. Injuries happen. I mean, the next game, Jamal Murray tore his ACL. But this basically means like by the time the fall rolls around, he will have played about 43 organized real games in two years, if you count his three games at Memphis and then his 39-40 games, he played for the Warriors. That's not a lot, you know, and because he hasn't gotten enough reps, his basketball feel, we all know, has been a little off, a little bit more of a a steeper learning curve. The fact that he won't get a summer league, the fact that he loses momentum again, just like he did when he started the season with COVID, he hurt his wrist. He missed games because of COVID contact tracing and missing a COVID test, like all these little hiccups. This is a massive hiccup just again, when he was starting to get into a rhythm and show his real abilities The Warriors wanted him to play with the Team USA select team. And those experiences are always good because you're amongst your peers. He would have been amongst younger players, closer to his age group. You see how your skills and how you compare to those guys and you pick up things, you know, being surrounded by elite players. And it had been talked about that 
Kevin Garnett and James Wiseman were going to work out over the summer, over the off season. I believe James Wiseman's mom mentioned that. And if that were true, I mean, that's something that everybody wanted because out of all the people he could have trained with, KG in terms of his size, his intensity, his background is the exact kind of guy that Wiseman would have benefited from. Just, I mean, the intensity alone, KG's vibe, Wiseman is so laid back, you know, so emotionless on the court. You know, a month ago, I think I did an episode saying that James Wiseman just needs more dog in him. And Kevin Garnett is the definition of dog, fiery, getting in people's faces, you know, just competing, competing, competing. Again, I don't know if they were really going to meet up and train and work out and whatever, but now that's definitely not happening. Maybe they'll still get together and talk basketball. Maybe they'll still get together to go over film. Maybe they'll just hang out and Wiseman will catch some of KG's attitude just by osmosis. Who knows? But all the plans that the Warriors had, I mean, he needed to play Summer League so badly just to get more confidence. I mean, Summer League is basically like the G League, you know? You don't have the vets. But for all the people who are saying that Wiseman should have played in the G League just so he could dominate and feel good about himself and get reps, that's what Summer League would have been. He would have killed it. I mean, we could have seen him play against some of the top draftees. I don't know. It's not all doom and gloom, I suppose. Assuming everyone's correct and he'll be fine. Hopefully he doesn't lose anything in terms of his agility, athleticism, and hopefully, hopefully his career overall isn't affected by this. A lot of dudes come back from meniscus tears all the time. So I guess this also means that the Warriors can't evaluate him and going into next season, they can't yet count on him being like their center in crunch time. Sure, he might start again, but who are they going to close with? They're going to need another veteran big. Does that mean bringing back Marquise Chris? Does that mean trying to get an old head? Like maybe bring back JaVale McGee just so you have another seven foot body in case you need him, in case Wiseman isn't available. So it changes the dynamics of what they were going to do for next season in general. It sucks because, you know, in life, you just want to see when someone has like talents and potential and physical abilities and whatever, you just want to see what they can do. You want to see these people reach their ceiling to show you something that you've never seen before to show you something that's amazing and to do maybe the unexpected when people are given gifts like that, like Wiseman has, you want to see what they can accomplish with those gifts. You know, hopefully, hopefully this doesn't alter his trajectory. You know, I mean, it was the same thing when Clay got hurt again, everybody just sees him as a jump shooter, like a guy who runs off screens, but he was coming into his own as an all around basketball player. And The fact that we might not see where he was going to go with that is a bummer. And Wiseman, much younger, not as serious of an injury, knock on wood, but hopefully he just kind of keeps going, keeps going like on the same path he was before. Maybe a little delayed, but hopefully he'll get there. Anyway, about the game, the Warriors beat the Cavs. Great. The one thing I'll say is Juan Toscano Anderson, again, if that dude can start hitting, if that dude can hit three-point shots, at like a 35% to 38% range with the way he plays, the intensity, he's going to be a very, very, very good player. He's going to be a very good piece for any team. And he's going to make a lot of money. 
I really like that dude. I like his attitude. I like his getting people's faces, his kind of Oakland vibe, you know? And I definitely, right now, like I keep saying that he's like one of those people who's more of like a ninth or 10th man. If he can give you like that defense, that savvy, smart, make the right play, kind of, I don't need to get my touches. I don't need to shoot type vibe, but then nail three pointers when he's open, when people leave him, when you need him to, that is going to be really invaluable going into next season. The Warriors get the Boston Celtics in Boston on Saturday. That should be an interesting game. The Warriors have feasted on some bad teams in the last couple games. Uh, They also beat the Nuggets. So playing the Celtics, who are fighting for position in the Eastern Conference playoff race, that will be interesting. And it'll be interesting to see. I think Oubre is coming back. He hasn't been needed these last couple of games. And you can make the argument that like, oh, you know, The Warriors don't need him, but let's see what happens when the Warriors need him to guard Tatum, Jalen Brown, whomever. He might show his value then. I still think the Warriors just move on from him somehow. Maybe they sign and trade him. Maybe they just let him walk. But these are the games where Oubre has to show his value, not just to the Warriors, but to other teams. You know what I mean? Anyway, that's another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Oakland Warriors or at Patrick Epino, E-P-I-N-O. Check us out at OaklandWarriors.com and be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to listen and subscribe and give us a rating. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time, and go Dubs.